0: It is Friday. Yay. It is Friday. I'm going to open us up with a little bit of... Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Heather. Yes. I'd like to congratulate the two of us. Really? Yeah. We have hit 500 weekly downloads, (laughs) which, I mean, our goal is 10,000 downloads per episode, which (laughs) is, I mean, we're a ways from it, but 500 individuals each week... Yeah, listen to what we have to say. And I think that that's pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool, too. That's about, you know, a little over 2000 a month, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and we've only been doing this for 10 months. You know, that's true. Sometimes I forget that we're new because it feels like we've been doing this a long time. We feel like seasoned professionals.
1: We're vets, but, but we're not. I think that's super cool too. I was super excited when you texted me that, and then I laughed to myself because I was like, "Well, so the the um the thing is like now we have three shows instead of one." So, well, you know, you know.
0: <laughs> well, um, yeah, I've been thinking about moving uh not quite therapy over onto the platform with our other two shows, mm-hmm. and I think that we will do that. Um, th- Brian and I will be back in November with just a short, short season. We're just going to do a four-episode season. But when we come back, I think that we'll go ahead and put those out probably on both platforms Mm -hmm. and we'll move the first 12 for any of our listeners who haven't been able to find it or who haven't, you know, gotten a chance to listen to that yet. We will move, we'll we'll dump all 12 onto this feed right here where you're listening to us today. You'll be able to see all 12 of those episodes appear and then we'll have four new ones for you and that'll round out that show. But yeah, I think it's really Exciting. Um Yay for us. We are really pretty much exactly at I think I think it's next week's episode, we're exactly at ten months of doing this. Wow. Yeah. That's it. Look how much has happened. <laughs> yeah, look how much has happened. So by the time we get to a year, I would love it if we have five thousand. You know, if we get to five thousand a month. So if we get, you know, another couple hundred a week, you know, I feel like we yeah. can do it. So share us with your friends. Yeah. If you like our show, share it. Tell people about it, please. Mm-hmm. Share it, talk about it, let other people know. You've got Heather Solves Everything, mm-hmm. you've got Not Quite Therapy, and you've got this delight, <laughs> How to Do Life. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about How to Do Life today, because that's pretty much the objective here. It's what we're supposed to be doing, right? Okay. Um, but before we do that, Heather, on our last episode, you came up with a new segment.
1: hmm I'm going to do it again. Okay, cool. Okay, look. So maybe you were right. I really wasn't feeling it, I'll be honest with you. But I'll say it again, you were right. So, Heather, it's not that you
0: were right in this case. It's that somebody else in my life was right in this case. And that person is um, my financial advisor, my financial (laughs) planner. So I was like, I need a budget. Like, I need to have a budget. Mm -hmm. And my financial planner said, You need to make your own budget. I'm not going to do it for you. And I said, I would like you to do it for me. (laughs) (laughs) And I was told, your coach can't do your push-ups for you. You'll get a lot more out of it if you go and do it yourself. True. And I had already planned, so my, it was a homework assignment for this week for me, like to get it done by a certain date. Mm-hmm. And I had already, before I even started doing it, planned my rebuttal of, well, I did it, and it totally wasn't worth it. You should have done it for me. I already had a whole plan <laughs> in mind. And my financial planner was right. He was right. Um, <laughs> I found... I spend a lot of money. I found that I spend a lot of money on, um, go, like going out to eat, mm-hmm. like a lot more than I thought I did. Mm-hmm. I found that my base expenses are more than I thought they were, like the mandatory recurring things. Mm-hmm. Like I thought I was probably about $700 off a month of what I thought those Ooh. things. Yeah, that's quite a bit of money. <laughs> that's, <a lot. laughs> that's quite a bit of money. I was off by quite a bit. And here's the craziest thing. So I I have to admit, and I'm going to get better with this because, you know, we're always learning. We're always growing, right? Um, I found, I, I don't reconcile my credit cards right now. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't go through every month and, you know, look Check. at my spending and do whatever. But in the process of creating this budget, of course, I, I have two credit cards, only two. Mm-hmm. And I used to only have one, but I got a second one when I switched banks, you know, several months ago, whatever. So I started looking through my two credit cards and my flight to Portugal Delta Airlines charged both of my credit cards for it. <gasps> and I didn't know it and I don't think I would have known it, Heather. Ooh. It's a, that's, that's a big. big expense. A very big expense. And I if I wouldn't have looked at these two credit card statements for for this month, I wouldn't have caught it.
1: Yeah. That's a big deal.
0: That's big. Yeah. So my little um Might I recommend today (laughs) is, uh, might I recommend getting to know your personal budget, getting into where your money goes, and, um, yeah, really the the biggest tip of it is you got to be honest with it. Yeah. Because as I started to make the budget, as I started to do this, I thought I would probably just report back some real round numbers (laughs) and some real, like, and then I was like, no you know what, the only person that hurts, if I kind of, if I mean, it's embarrassing. Like, looking at it was embarrassing, you know, like, truthfully. But if I can't be honest with myself, if I can't own that embarrassment and show it to my financial planner and say, whoa, so now that we've uncovered this, it it also changed my planning. Like, Mm -hmm. I I thought what I was going to do was... Oh, I just need to know, like, here's my base expenses and here's, you know, you can have, you know, 2000 extra dollars a month to spend on whatever you want. You know, that's what I thought I was looking for. Like, a how much, how much a month is my fun money? Yeah. But now that I have done this, I'm like, oh, that's not really the case. Like, what it is instead is, I love the lucky goat I'm gonna to continue to support you lucky goat but maybe you don't need a hundred dollars a month of my money <laughs> given in like five dollar increments right you know, like, I, maybe I don't like and what's so funny is when I sat down with the planner I was like oh um you know I'm I'm good at like stopping myself from like stopping at, at the lucky goat for example i'm like i'll be driving by and be like you don't need to spend this five dollars i'm like i'm bad at like not buying the plane ticket to portugal right you know and it's the no, little things that I found you out that i pass I'm, up but they add up but i found out that i must not pass them up that much <laughs> I like, just think you do i think i pass it up but it might I, I must be going there like every day you know right. like i started looking at i'm like Lucky goat Publix, Lucky goat Publix, 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 more Publix. You know, like, and I'm like, can I really be like doing like a weekly grocery each of these times? No, like, what did I spend seventy nine dollars on at Publix? I don't know. You know, so, um, might I recommend that you just take a look and uh, reevaluate it. You know, we're and we're in tight times. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in uh we're in a pandemic, and it's worth looking at and being honest with yourself and.
1: Digging in there. Yeah, yeah. And and that's something that is such a hard thing for couples to talk about, too, because, you know, sometimes if you have separate checking accounts, then, you know, the other person doesn't necessarily know what you're spending money on. If you have shared financial goals, then, you know, that can be a tricky conversation, you know. And then when you look at the little Starbucks, 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 and it's like, oh, but I just, you know, I just go through and. It's only $5, but then when you do it like 75 mm-hmm. times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so yeah, I think it's worth having that, that moment of truth with yourself and sitting down and looking at what it really is.
0: Yeah, I think it definitely, definitely is. I think that, you know, just, just take a look at it. Just figure out, um, where you are and where you would like your reality to be. And we've done episodes before on baby steps, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, you know, like today's show really is all about things that are happening in my life that I hope can extrapolate. This, this is all we do on the show right now, <laughs> that we hope can extrapolate to other people and help them get through, get through their life. So well, we're, we're here upon another weekend. Take this weekend and sit down and it's probably, I don't know, maybe not to everyone, but to me was very, very aversive to mm-hmm. open up my banking app and my credit card app and to open up Microsoft Excel. I am a writer, people. Microsoft Word has a place <laughs> in my life. Microsoft Excel does not. Um, I, I currently have two Excel spreadsheets open. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> really, I don't know how to do anything. Like, I don't know how to actually add up all the lucky go like I don't know how to filter by cells and do all that stuff, oh my gosh but, you know
1: but yeah, I just- remember the day that I learned how to do that yeah and I learned how to add up a column of numbers <laughs> I don't know how to add a column I learned how I was I an embarrassingly old um, amount of years <laughs> well I'm almost 40
0: and I don't know how
1: to do it today I came so. home and I was so excited I was like I learned something new and I told Robbie and one of our friends was was over and I like, apparently, the new information that I had had gained was not interesting or impressive <laughs> to them at all. Because I was right. like, I learned how to add a column of numbers in Excel today. Mm-hmm. And they both looked at me like, how did you not know that?
0: <laughs> and that's an okay lesson, too, friends. It is. You're starting where you're starting. Yeah. And maybe you're starting with expert knowledge of this. And maybe you've been budgeting for years. And maybe you're really good at this. And maybe you want to go on to our social media page and give us some <laughs> tips. Um, but 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 if you're new to something, it's okay to be new to something. Heather and I, this year 2020 has been a learning and growing year. Yes, I'm learning how is. to budget. I've learned I'm learning how to cook. I'm mm. learning how to do so many basic life skills <laughs> that um other people have had in their back pocket for a while. But no matter where you're starting, just start. Just just, just go get for started. It. Yeah. All right, let's uh move on. Let's jump into the grab bag.
1: What did they come up with now? Not that Let's one. see what's in the grab bag. <laughs> I think I've got. So it. Heather, yes,
0: I am leaving for Portugal in just a couple weeks. I know, and I'm not ready for that. I know, and you know what we're going to talk about today? We're going to talk about that. I've got some significant fears. Oh really? Yeah. Today we're going to talk about fear. I think that people assume that I am just joyful and brave and all things. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm not. You said this was going to be a fun Friday show. It is a fun
1: Friday show. (laughs) Okay, good.
0: It is a fun Friday show. Uh, I think it's a fun thing to... Let people know what's real. I think that it's fun to say,
1: "Yeah, hey it guys, is." Guys,
0: guess what? Guess what? You know, like we're gonna let it out. I am excited about this trip. I'm very excited. This is my 40th birthday hike. Yeah, and I didn't even know I was going to be doing a 40th birthday hike. Surprise, surprise! That's what 2020 <laughs> gave me. And so that's what's gonna happen. So I'm doing a hike, and it's a 238 mile hike, mm-hmm. and I've got like roughly 11 days to do it. Which is, um, you know... That's a sprint. It's going to be tight. So a lot of questions have come up for me. One of them is, can I physically do this? I'm a person who goes distance, but I'm going to have a couple 30-mile days. And I started thinking about my Camino. And I started thinking about... I had some 30-plus-mile days. They were mostly toward the end. And I remember... At the end, like being well conditioned, like kicking ass, taking names. I was in great shape. Like I was, was too skinny, but I was like, I, I would just wake up and walk sun up to sundown, And I did back to back 30 plus mile days. And then I collapsed in a hotel room for two days. And yeah. I'm like, I couldn't, I couldn't even. You yeah. know? So, so I'm like, can I physically do this? Right? I think yes. I hope yes. Yes. And every, uh, all my friends have been very supportive and like, of course you can. Of course you can do it. Yeah. But there's a fear until you go do the thing.
1: There's a trepidation of can yeah. I do the thing? Right? Well, it's easy for me to say yes because I'm not the one doing it. Right. Exactly. But I do believe that the, capa- the capacity that we all have is so much greater than we know. I and so, so I believe that absolutely you can. Well,
0: and we've been talking about behavior analysis on a lot of these shows, you know. So today I do want to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about more of the things that I'm scared of. And then okay. we're going to talk about why am I still doing this, right? <laughs> and why am I still doing this? So I'm worried, can I physically do this? Okay. I'm worried, am I going to get lost? And am I going to be able to find accommodations? Because when you're traveling 238 miles on foot, this, this is something worth worrying about. You know, this is something worth, worth thinking about. Um, will I get lost? Now, um, when I did the Camino, I had an app that if I got off the path, you, all you do is follow arrows. Right, yeah. If you can find an arrow, you're good. But I got off the path at least three or four times okay. on the Camino, you know. Um, and I had an app that was GPS that I could turn on and see am I on it or am I not? No, I'm not. How do I get back to it? Okay. You know? um, will you have that this time? I haven't found it yet, okay. Um, but I'm hoping that that app exists and that I that I will have that, you okay. Know? So, and the accommodations part, you know, like so. Uh, part of it is, what's life like there in a pandemic? I'm so not only am I going to a country, going to a place that I haven't been before, that I don't speak the language. I don't know exactly how many hot- hotels are open. I am taking a route that is not a super traveled, super populous part of this route
1: anyways. Okay, now like, you're making me worried.
0: <laughs> right. So like the Camino, the the French Camino that I did before is the most highly traveled. You yeah. know, like the, a lot, there's a, a lot of places to stop. There's a lot of people on it. You know, but I'm going toward the end of peak se- like peak season's kind of over. Like September is the end of when it's nice, you know. Um I don't know. I don't know how alone I'm going to be. I know that you know this particular portion that I'm doing is the portion that a lot of people skip, and a lot of people start where I'm ending.
1: Okay, um, that's I can see you. that would concern me too. Mm-hmm, so it's a little bit concerning. I got to think about
0: cell phones, and you know, like when I did the Camino, I did I didn't have only when I got to Wi-Fi. You know, so, and that's what I plan to do again. I'm not going to, like, I have a lot of trepidation about, like, buying a SIM card and doing all this stuff. Like, I don't, I guess that shouldn't be overwhelming to me with all the stuff I'm going to do, but that kind of stuff is. So I just plan to take my phone and have it, and whenever I have Wi-Fi, then I can check in on things. But there's long distances, and, I mean, long distance on foot is 15 miles or right. so. You know, like, the a 15-mile stretch where I might not have any cell phone service or any way to connect with anyone, you know. You got packing lists, you got logistics, how far between towns, you know. um, Then you got personal safety. I can't take a gun there, you know. So you got to think about like carrying mace um or pepper spray or you know some kind of whatever you know you can take you gotta think about foreign men you gotta think about wild dogs <laughs> you gotta think about wild boars know, wild boars yes swimming up in the who, who knows you never know. who knows 2020 you gotta think about snakes you gotta think about all the stuff you know so how do i combat these fears are you
1: asking me? Sure, if you've got some suggestions. <laughs> well, um, now that you've listed out um, a very reasonable list of things to be afraid of, <laughs> be fearful about. Um, yeah, I mean, my my fear for you, my concern for you on this trip is safety mm-hmm. because it is a less traveled route mm-hmm. and also um, your ability to 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 check in and be in contact with people, mm-hmm. um, and so you know, I share that concern, you know, because right. it is it is a it is a it is a crazy world, and you're going to a place where we're used to all having tabs on each other all the time, and we're not going to have tabs on you. Mm-hmm. And that, that, and if I were in your shoes, I would also be, I would have trepidation about my personal safety foreign men I don't know the language am I going to be safe and so if I were in your shoes and I was trying to calm myself in the face of those fears I would go to what do I know and what precautions can I take and and then convince myself that I've done what I can do to prepare Right, and Heather,
0: that's what I want to talk to people about today, about ways to face our fears. We can face our fear. We can ignore it. I could ignore this stuff. I could pretend that these concerns don't exist. I, I could do that. I don't think that would be necessarily the wisest thing to do. I could just beat these things down. I could just say, well, you know, We've talked about behavior analysis a lot. I have a history of reward in these kind of situations where I go out and it all turns out okay. I could be that Pollyanna optimist and I could just say, you know, everything always works out in the end and I probably won't die on a trail. I can can do that. Right? That's that's a tactic that I could adopt. Or I can plan as best I can. Mm -hmm. We can look at those fears and we can think through... The rational, reasonable things that we can do to address those fears in advance through good planning, right? And that's where we need to live. That's the only way that we can move forward and do these things. I mean, because the other option is I could say, you know what? This is just too scary. It's too risky. It's too big and I can't go. And that's okay if that's the decision that really makes the most sense because it really is just too dangerous and too brazen and too whatever. That's an okay decision to make, too. That's totally fine. It's fine to know your own limitations and to know I just I I can't face this fear right now I can't I can't do it it's just too much and that would be an okay thing but if you're comfortable and you're confident in your planning hopefully you can curb some of these to a reasonable level Where you still feel like, okay, I'm still like the reward is going to outdo the fears that I have. It's going to be better that I've gone and done this. I'm going to be happier as a result. Even though there's a lot of scary things that I have to get through to get to that reward, I feel like the reward is going to be so great that it's worth facing those fears. But I have to face those fears in a smart way. Yes. Right? So we have to do planning for it. So we have to take a look and have to say, can I physically do it? Okay. Then what am I doing in these few weeks leading up to it? I've already got my new boots. Mm-hmm. I'm already starting to walk with pack weight on my back so that I can plan for physically being able to do this. I'm already starting to do the calculations in my head. Okay. Today I did seven miles. And it's like, you know, 97 degrees outside. It's going to be 70 miles. I mean, it's 70 degrees out there. It's going to be more mild, you know. And um, these shoes are fine. I didn't have any problem, you know. Could I have done this walk twice today? Yes, I could have, you know. Then I start to think through, okay, when I get to a town, I get a break. You know, I eat a sandwich. You know, you get a, an hour or so off your feet, then you get back on. So you start to think through. I've done something like this before physically, you um, the first time I trained for this, I hadn't, you know, so mm-hmm. there was yeah. more you trepidation. But, but you know, knowledge. I'm like, okay, so, you know, and then I'm like, am, do I have the best equipment that I can to not get blisters? Do I have the best, you know, mindset that I can? You know, can I plan the best route? With the Camino, I didn't do a lot of map planning because I just knew that there was a lot of stops. But knowing that there are less stops and less accommodations and longer gaps between places – I get to spend the next couple weeks putting in a little more thought. Maybe I'm going to pre-book more accommodations. Hmm. On the Camino, you just wander into a town. Mm -hmm. You find a place. They've maybe got, you know, 10 or 12 beds. You see if one's available, you know. But... Because I'm aware, because I've done some research, and some people did this walk and they went into a town and there was no bed and they were offered to sleep on the church floor, you know. Like, (laughs) so knowing that and knowing I don't want to sleep on a church floor after walking 30 miles, maybe I will go out of my way over these next couple weeks to pre book my accommodations. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'll book a little nicer accommodations. I stayed in a lot of Hostels, like group environments, you know, um, maybe I'll stay in more hotels. Maybe instead of spend two euros for a bed for the night in a hostel, I'll spend the 25 euros. Because it's really, it's not that expensive either, you know, to have a better experience. So I get to think through these things and I
1: get to do some planning. And I think that would help your friends at home feel better too.
0: I think so, too, because I do know that people worry about me. I mean, like, do I wish someone was going with me? Sure. You know, if I, you know, had had a buddy that eases a lot of the, you know, of the stressors of it. But not everybody can just decide that what I would like to do today is, you know, spend my 40th birthday hiking, you know, and, and I'm really grateful that I get to do it, you know, and. Even by myself, it'll be nice. It'll be contemplative. It'll be, you know, it'll it'll, be awesome. It's going to be fantastic, you know. Um, But yeah, the personal safety stuff, I'm, you know, going to stop and buy some pepper spray. I had pepper spray when I did the Camino Mm -hmm. um, and I had it readily accessible. And I've even been thinking about different ways to carry it because I had it in a front zipper pocket that was really easy to get into. And it was the only thing in that pocket. But um, I was just reading about a woman in the neighborhood who runs with a little like. Uh, band around her hand Mm -hmm. that has it underneath of it, you know, so it's even more accessible. And I thought, yeah, that's cool. I could probably do that, you know, maybe I'll get over my fear of the whole SIM card thing and I'll just get, you know, some kind of, maybe I'll do some research into that. So a lot of it is just research and planning. Yes. And a lot of it, uh, I, I want to, I'm, I, I wanted to use this as our conduit, as our example, but a lot of us, especially during this pandemic, are, Facing fears. Facing maybe new fears. Maybe we're learning things about ourselves, um, that we, that we have hidden from for a long time. So, I just want to talk about, you know, ways to face our fears that, you know, are constructive and that get us where we want to go so that we can still do the things that we want to do and, I think that what happens for some people is it's much easier just to back off and say I'm not going to go that's all too much it's all mm-hmm. too scary and so just breaking things down into digestible steps and figuring out okay what am I what am I afraid of first yes identifying what it is that makes you feel nervous yeah. and what then is what can
1: I do So you can say I'm
0: afraid that. I know that I'm afraid well what are we afraid of what specific concrete things are we afraid of and how do we access those things in a
1: healthy, non-fearful way. Something that I like to do when I'm faced with a fear like that is to come up with a solution or a plan for the worst case scenario. Right, that's nice. And I feel like if I've got a plan for the worst case scenario then anything else that comes up I can handle Mm -hmm. because I've already made a plan for what I could perceive would be the worst case scenario. And so it just even if The plan—it's like it's unlikely that I would need to put the plan into action, and so it doesn't necessarily need to be a super solid plan. But like this is a very um, small example in comparison to doing a a 12-day hike. But getting ready for my first half marathon, Mm -hmm. I had um, fear that I would not be able to do it, and then I would just like my body couldn't do it. Right? I, I, it was. I felt relatively certain that I could, but I had never done it before. So I had, there was a relative amount of unknown and I wondered what would happen if my legs just seize up and I can't finish it. Or like I, for some reason, something happens and it occurred to me, well, somebody would pick me up. Like if at any point during that event, I decide I don't want to do this anymore, I can step to the side and sit down and get help and somebody will come and get me and I can stop at any time. Mm -hmm. And remembering that, like, really just helped me to calm down and remember that I very rarely are we stuck in a situation that we absolutely positively cannot get ourselves out of. Right. And that there is the option to say, I don't want to do this anymore and go home. Mm hmm. And you, you would have that. You know, you could get to the next stop. And if you decided, I'm done with this, I was, this was a mistake, then you could go to a hotel and get your ticket and go home. Yes. Um,
0: even were I to like seize up on the trail, you know, and there's not as many people traveling, you know, but I don't think. I don't think that it's going to be, like, zero people traveling, you know. I think there's not going to be a lot of pilgrims. We're called pilgrims when <laughs> we're on the trail. I don't think there's going to be a lot of pilgrims, but I certainly hope I'm not going to be the only pilgrim that there is. Um, I do get a little nervous because my friend Rick the Brit did a hike in Italy last summer, and he had about five days where he was about the only pilgrim um, on, on a specific stretch. Um, so that research to determine, you know... It, it, it's just the fear is really of the unknown, mm-hmm. right? The fear mm-hmm. is really of, I don't know what it's going to be like when I get there. Yeah. And sometimes it's good just to set your expectations really low, you know, just mm-hmm. to set, like and, and like you said, and plan for the worst. I'm going to plan that I'm not going to see another human soul. Yes, exactly. On anywhere on the stretch in
1: between. Yeah. So be prepared for that. Yeah.
0: And I'm going to, you know, and as such, my packing list is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know, there's. You know, the very first thing on my packing list is literally pepper spray. Right now, <laughs> um, the, the second thing on my list is band aids.
1: <laughs> See, I would have the, food, <laughs> but yes, uh, I mean,
0: I'll probably have a couple protein bars. You know, but the uh, like the the bladder is like the fifth thing on the list. Mm-hmm. My vitamins are mm-hmm. number four on my list, and my power adapter is number three on my list. And having an extra like external plug-in power source, you know, right. like uh, so. The things that are at the top of my list are really, truly all personal safety and well-being items. I haven't even thought down through, like, you know, your down jacket and your, like, you know, know, things like that. Like, personal safety is top of mind for this hike, you know, and, and for this particular endeavor because of the fear of
1: the unknown so you're still at the very base of the hierarchy of needs yes,
0: yes <laughs> pyramid yes. right now right now i'm very much at the you know like okay stay what am alive. i going to need to stay alive <laughs> what am i going to need to stay alive yeah um you know we've got to get down to down jackets and whatnot you know we're got to be some level of uh dressed appropriately and, and rational you know um but but yeah i mean the, truly truly just starting to make a plan Knowing as much about what the terrain is going to be like, what, you know, reading accounts of people who have done this before when I have not, you know, that's where we can start to get over the fears. And that applies to everything, not just physical fears like what we're talking about. We're talking about, can we, you know, can we do this physical task? Right. This, this can be your emotional fears too. This can be the things that hold you back. I guarantee There's a memoir out there for whatever your issue is of somebody who has done this thing before. Oh, yeah. And I think that, you know, that's going to be my my other big recommendation today is to read some memoirs. Gosh, see what people have overcome. Read some things that people have done. I mean, just amazing stuff, especially if you find one that relates to
1: where you were. It'll give you so much confidence that knowing that somebody else has already experienced that and they were okay. The reason I felt like I could do that Camino was because I read Wild by Cheryl Mm -hmm.
0: Strayed. And I read that, and she had to carry a tent. She didn't have accommodations to stop for in a night. There weren't cell phones back in the day. You know what I mean? And she's hiking 2,000 miles. You know, Mm -hmm. she's hiking crazy. And she did it. Yeah. She did it. She survived it. Mm -hmm. She she. Had a plan. She mm-hmm. did things that were smart. She did things that were stupid too, and you can learn from those things too. But yeah, what a great memoir! That was an excellent one. Um, there's another great memoir um, by Sarah Heppola. um It's called Blackout, and it's um, Remembering the Things I Drank to Forget. Mm-hmm. Is the subtitle and. It, like, as a person who drinks very infrequently now and who has struggled with drinking way too much, you know, at different points in my life, um, what a what a great book. What an eye-opening, you know, like, people who black out, we're a special breed, you know, <laughs> like we're a, like, and it's great to read someone else's account. And it like Brene Brown is another person who's been sober for, you know, 20 or 30 years and to look at. Women, in my case, I'm interested in what women have done, being one. Um, and, uh, you know, but to read about these women who've done this thing that you want to do and that you're trying to do and that they were scared and that they had missteps and that all these things happened and they got there and look at mm-hmm. them, you know, look, look at them. They did it and now they're in a better place for it. And, uh, and, you know, I think that that's what this show is today. Guys, yeah. I want you to know that I'm afraid of things. I think sometimes people think that I'm very brave and I'm not that brave. I'm just a person who has developed a lot of tactics to help me overcome my fears.
1: I think that there's bravery in that. You know, I think that it's bravery to face your fears and to acknowledge and understand what they are and why they are and then go about. The business of proceeding in spite of them. I think that that takes bravery. But I don't, but I agree that you are, um, you know, you're not going blindly unprepared into a scary situation of, um, you know, of the type of bravery that some people might consider that to be. Um, But I think that there's definitely bravery in acknowledging I'm afraid these things could happen and I understand that. And yet I am going to proceed.
0: Yeah. I mean, thank you, by the way. Thank you. You know, that's that's nice. Like I I, I just I'm I'm not super brave. I'm not super foolhardy. Right. <laughs> I'm I just I just try every day. And you know, actually, here's a here's a nice anecdote. The other day I was with a friend, and my friend was talking about um some of the things that they're trying to face right now and trying to overcome and, you know, whatever. And uh they gave me this big caveat. They said, Hey, look, I'm really trying, but I might not I might not make it. I might not succeed and I don't want you to be disappointed in me. Yeah. I don't want you to be disappointed in me if I can't make it. Oh. And I said, Number one, it's pretty funny that you're like <laughs> your thing is that you don't want to seek so much approval and you don't want to need that so much from other people and you're already like I'm like You're already apologizing. Like, so that's cute. You know, like that's super cute. And I'm like but but the other thing is I'm like I, I was like honestly one of the things I like best about you as a person is that you always try. Mm-hmm. Like you know like and it's all for the betterment of you. Mm-hmm. I I'm not going to be disappointed in you for giving something your best shot and not quite reaching the pinnacle. You know, like I am proud of you that you've even identified it and that you're giving it a shot. You know what I mean? Like, I think sometimes we get really caught up in how will other people perceive this and what are other people's emotions about what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I feel like I, like, I just needed to say, like, I'm like, look, I think just the fact that you're acknowledging that you have something to do and you're taking steps to try to do it, I'm, I'm way more proud of you than I would be, you know, like if it just, you just easily, You know, scored all the points. Like, you're taking all the steps. You're doing all the work. You're amazing. You know, like, that's cool. So, I think it's cool. Just face your stuff, people, and go be amazing. You got this. We got
1: this. You could do so much more than you think you can.
0: So, let's give people a little bit of. Don't forget your homework. Here it is, guys. Figure out what you're afraid of and figure out smart, responsible ways. To minimize that, so that you can move forward with your life. Mm -hmm. Face the scary number on your budget. (laughs) Face the scary activity that you don't know if you can do. Face whatever it is. Just look at it. Don't be afraid of it. Don't let it get the better of you. And move into your weekend knowing that I got this. You got this. We got it. Yeah. And
1: even if you don't, that's okay. It's okay. You can have part of it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> take, take whatever steps you can. <laughs> that's the show every week, isn't it? It's be authentic, be real, be honest with yourself, face your fears. Like we are just the cheerleaders for how to do life, aren't we? I mean, that's what we're here to do. That's what we're here to do. Until
1: next time. Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah. Tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe and tell everyone you know. Until next time.